Hello, this is Jamie. And this is Heather. And you're listening to Soul Archaeology. On this week's show, we are talking about November energies. We are talking about our personal experiences because nine times out of ten, they translate into collective experiences. So hold on to your hats and glasses, ladies and gentlemen. We might be in for an interesting ride. Yeah, I, I have no idea what's happening. All I can say is that the crunchiness continues from the, the I did not stuff. I did not I did not see that coming. Well, here's the thing about eclipse stuff is that the eclipse energies are supposed to continue even though they are on the way out. They, it takes a while for them to maneuver. And so yes, we're still experiencing some eclipse interesting complications from that type of stuff and also i really sincerely got the feeling that november is like the first half of november is sort of having trouble moving in they almost show it to me like a weather yeah climate because um there was so much happened within that eclipse corridor the energy was so crunchy and so powerful and not only that, but of course it was shadow season, which I know is an eye roller for a lot of you because we associate shadow season with feeling like crap and everything going to crap and crap, crap, crap. That's not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about shadow season. What I'm talking about is a deeper connection with some um, energies that perhaps aren't necessarily darker in the grand scheme of things, but maybe darker for you. I'm talking about personal shadow, not overall what is considered to be shadow. Um, from my end, especially this week, because I've, I've had a really kind of unusual week energetically. So right now, and pretty much since, since this past weekend, so before Salon, before Halloween, I have felt off and a lot of that manifested physically first. So as in like got in the shower Saturday morning, felt like I was going to pass out. And I've had episodes like this before and there are some physical things that it could be, but that paired with the rest of the energy that I've been experiencing, which like Saturday for me, usually that weird, like, okay, I feel unsettled. I felt like I was going to pass out in the shower. I'll get myself to the bedroom and dry off for a while and kind of, you know, start to relax. And if we'll usually feel like that will even out within the, like, you know, a half an hour to an hour and I'm, I'm good and I can keep going. It just kind of low level stuck with me the whole day. And that was a really busy day for me. And then Rolling into Sunday morning, I woke up at 3 a.m. with really bad leg cramps, which that hasn't happened in forever and ever. And I have been real hydrated. I ate my protein on Saturday. Like, I wasn't feeling great, but I still did all the things that I would normally have to do to physically, especially at this point after surgery, keep me going. And... It's like none of those things worked. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know, as I'm going on and then I start getting more and more of like feeling dizzy, feeling that vertigo off balance feeling like 
like really not being able to like stand up straight, walk around, do all the physical things that that one needs to do to get through their day. It just wasn't happening. And I was tired. I was not getting sleep. I was not getting good sleep. Same, same, same. And it doesn't feel like it feels worse now than it did previous. Like in our last recording, I knew... I know that I was experiencing some of the crunchy too, but it was not as bad as it is now. And I'm not saying bad as in, you know, woe is me sort of bad. Like I don't feel great and there's weirdness and I'm trying to figure it out so that I can function properly, but I'm not, I don't know how to explain it. It's just a really weird feeling. The sense that I get is like, definitely there are new energies coming in. It is, and it's strong. It's like strong, strong cup of coffee, strong. Mm-hmm. It's, this is not gentle energy. This is not oh, we're going to lull you into this new phase that we're going into and everything is going to be bright and lovely and we're going to go into the winter season and you're going to... It doesn't feel anything like that. (laughs) It feels like, wake up, bitch. We got shit to say. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, I can't hear you right now because my body is having a physical fit and it is very difficult for me to process all the words that you were trying to pump through my noggin and it hurts and please slow down (laughs) do you you think the urgency with which these messages are coming through because right now for those of you who kind of feel a little bit lost jamie's been experiencing some pretty hefty downloads today And my question to you is, do you feel that these downloads are so hefty, perhaps because um, it it helps, it will help, or they, the intention is to help dissipate the crunchiness by getting the message through? Um, I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to give you an interesting analogy and some of you may not get my reference, but I feel like I am Karen trapped in the little space between the alien and the church from Watcher in the Woods. <laughs> oh my God. Feel... Who, the, who the hell's going to get that? For all five of you who got that, please email us at soularchaeologypodcast at gmail.com and let us know. I kind of feel like I'm stuck between a cosmic rock and a hard place right now, basically. Sure. I feel like I am in the pathway of something bigger trying to move through, either trying to move through me or get to something that is on the other side of me. And I'm just me in the middle going, hi. (laughs) You're just in the way. Standing here (laughs) trying to decipher all the things that you're telling me and trying not to be on the constant spin right now because i literally i feel like i'm on the record player going right round baby right round <laughs> and it's not cute so um you know my sympathies to anybody else who's going through this right now and feeling it because it sucks it's it's not fun but i've also kind of i don't know like i'm not mad at it because i know it comes whenever it needs to come supposed to come and whatever my role is in it is whatever my role is so 
like you were saying earlier when we were talking, just trying to roll with the punches. But at the same time, those punches are packing a wallop right now. So sometimes it's hard. Sometimes <laughs> I wonder if you and I have a different interpretation of the same energy, which I mean on a I'm very, sure we do. On a very very general level, of course we do. We're two different people. Of course we're gonna have a different interpretation. But for when we start to communicate to one another, I'm never sure of what you're experiencing because I have an inkling that what you're experiencing is probably very similar to what I am or have been experiencing, and yet I process it so differently that it doesn't sound mm -hmm. the same. And so I'm never sure. sure. It's I'm always curious to see if we are experiencing the same sort of energy influx, but where it gets lost in translation is our interpretations of that energy influx. Like, I don't tend to take it very personally, and I don't tend to, um, how do I say this? I don't tend to battle it very much. I, I just figure it is what it is until it isn't. And so I think I'm pretty accepting of even very uncomfortable energy. And I think that tends to help it dissipate more quickly. And I'm never sure if if you have a particular story or interpretation of that energy that might be a little bit more uh, resistant to it. I don't think it's that I'm resistant to it. I think I'm just more uh, physically affected maybe mm. than you are. Because mm -hmm. so it's definitely – I'm definitely physically affected right now. I can completely identify with that. And I know – from our history together, that it is not going to express itself through my physical body the way it's going to express through your physical body. Because yeah. physical expression for you, not only are you a physical medium, but that just seems to be part of your lot in this life is that physical expression in the body. Yeah. But it's difficult for me to understand slash relate to your experience because it is so much more amplified than mine in the physical body. That doesn't mean it's much more amplified than mine. It just means that because I'm not feeling it in the physical body, it's a lot more cerebral for me. It's a lot more intense conversations, intense downloads. You mentioned earlier about that that so much energy running through you that you're vibrating, and I completely yeah. identify with that feeling. I've gotten that a lot in the past. I've had huge downloads that have caused that sort of like Java, 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 Java energy. <laughs> And it's really uncomfortable, but I also find it exciting. And when I feel it, I, I I get excited and I get eager because I know that 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 is that's the magic. Great things are happening. But when you feel yeah. it, I think you relate it to not good. It doesn't feel good. You're out of balance, and it's not comfortable. Um, I don't know that I necessarily see it as not good. Like on an intellectual level, I'm accepting of it and I am excited when new things come in. Um, I usually feel a pretty, like this morning, especially this morning, especially felt like there was a sense of urgency through it. Like you need to be taking this down right now. So literally I was, I was typing it into my phone as it was coming through. And the more I just didn't think about it and did that 
the more they took over and I could really feel, I could really feel the stepping out of the way. Like I could tell you like in the process of me writing it down where I completely stepped out of the way and everything that came after that was channeled. And then I got to the point where I was like, okay, I, I am literally internally vibrating so much right now that I, I can't type the rest of this. Like I need a break because it was a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes I do feel overwhelmed because I feel like, I feel like I'm being sat down and told, like I'm being told the story of everything all in one sitting. And it's like, I don't have the capacity for that. <laughs> they beg to differ. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you don't seem to understand right now. I don't have the capacity for that. Um, and, and, and you're right. I mean, ultimately it's like, well, of course you have the capacity for that or it wouldn't be coming through. But the, the feeling that comes with it is so strong and overwhelming that I have to kind of like, you know, set some boundaries and go, okay, well, we'll be back for more later. But right <laughs> now I've got to put a cap on it because I, I don't know that I'm going to be able to function for the rest of my day in, in this state. Like, well, okay. So question, a couple of <laughs> questions. This brings up a couple of questions. One, sure. first question came to mind because I was shown something. Mm -hmm. When this is happening, do you remember to breathe? I am so out of the way mm -hmm. that I don't even think that registers. So I couldn't even tell you if I was or not. Okay. I have no idea. Two, what if, what would, have you ever taken it to the point where you didn't stop it and set a boundary and say, I need a break? Have you ever played it through? Um, that's an interesting question. And I can't honestly answer that either. I don't know. I don't remember because it's, it's very much like, um, it is very much like being in trance and I don't normally call myself a trance channel because it doesn't feel all the time like I am, but that might just be a definition of that that needs to be changed for me or that, um, you know, something else is going on that's akin to that because it feels very much like being in trance. Like I remember the first part of it and then I'm gone and then I come back and would then it, I'm like, huh? Would and then it I help, read what I wrote. <laughs> would it help to, instead of writing it down, record it? I don't know. Well, I think what I'm getting to is how can you create a ritual when this feeling starts to come on? of being mm -hmm. more mindful and setting yourself up for success with it instead of it overwhelming you and putting you out of commission. Yeah. I don't know. I've never tried recording because it's just my first inclination to write. Writing it's always is so slow. It is so slow. And that, and that might be part of the overwhelm, but it also feels like it's part of like the connection process to me so I don't know if there's just a story around that or like and it needs to work that way or if 
I mean, I can try recording the next time it happens, and I'm sure it will happen soon. Okay, another question. Because, mm -hmm. Are you tippy-tapping it into your phone, or are you actually writing? I am putting it into my phone most of the time so it so that it's kept somewhere. Sure, but what if the writing is a connection because it's automatic writing, and tippy-tapping it into your phone is making it more difficult? When I, because most of the time I am physically writing it. If I have a notepad anywhere nearby, I will usually start physically writing it. The problem with the physical writing is once I get deep into it, I can't read my own writing afterwards. It like, <laughs> That's fair. it starts going and going and going. And then it's like, and then all of a sudden it's like, I'm reading, trying to like navigate symbols and I'm mm -hmm. like, I don't even know what this is. Did this, <laughs> was I trying to write a word? I just um, feel like, I feel like something, some, oh, oh, okay. Well, this ties right into what I was going to talk about today. That's really interesting. And of course it would come through in a spiritual way for you and a very pragmatic way for me. This is why we are we, and this makes sense to me. So okay. what I'm getting is, and this is, I've gotten this for everybody because I was checking into it because of, uh, I went to the, <laughs> sounds so stupid, but we know how this works. I went to the grocery store today. Mm -hmm. Ever since I started shopping at Trader Joe's, I really have pretty much stopped shopping at Vaughn's. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and I didn't... <sighs> It's been a bit of a process to sort of switch over because I've also been switching up the way I eat. I've been losing a lot of weight. I mean, the whole thing, I'm watching these changes occur in my life, mm -hmm. but I'm unsure of the bigger picture. I just know they're all happening at the same time. So there must be an umbrella over this whole thing, whether it is the right time, the right energy, a little bit of all this together. I don't know. But my point is, is that what I realized is that we have moved into a period of time where our personal systems are starting to break down. However, we've been mm -hmm. coping with the external world. It is starting to break down. But at the same time, what's coming in is along with that breakdown, that breakdown is making room for new things to happen mm -hmm. to and for us. and. I realized that my trip to the store where I was like, all I went there for was water. <laughs> That's all I wanted. As I've been returning to that, that store consistently every other few weeks, however often, um, the few things that I can't get at Trader Joe's that I used to get at Vaughn's have been disappearing from the shelves. And the only thing I went for the, today was water, which completely sold out. Out of the water that I wanted. Yeah. Out of water. <laughs> I'm like, is it, was there a memo? Is there an event happening? What the actual hell, man? Because I only came here to your dumbass store for the water. And now you don't even have that. Was it the New Zealand water? No. No, it was bargain basement, regular generic, just so you don't have oh. to drink from the sink jugs of water it's just a certain size that you know trader joe's doesn't carry and so i go over to vaughn's because that's where i had been shopping before and so as i was verbally complaining within the store like a crazy woman um some found it funny some found it absolutely abhorrent <laughs> so one man looked at me like 
how dare you voice your concerns out loud? And I was like, eh, eat me. And then, the, and then the people that worked there were like kind of getting a kick out of it because I wasn't doing it towards them or at them or yeah. blaming them. It wasn't them. malicious in Absolutely any way. Absolutely not. Just... It was just like, really, how much do you want my money? Because every time I come to give it to you, you literally do not have the thing that I would give it to you for. I, I just want the one thing. Just I the just one thing. Well. And the guides, <laughs> the guides were talking to me on the way home. Because I was kind of start, I'm like, do I really have to go to Ralph's? Because I don't like Ralph's either, quite honestly. It's it's not a good vibe. I just don't, don't want to deal with that kind of like, you ever notice people at regular grocery stores have this sense of urgency that what they're doing there is the most important thing and it needs to get done now, now, now? I just There's kinda a surliness. Yeah. I just kind of don't want to rock with that vibe, man. At Trader Joe's, the employees for the most part are really happy to be there and they're mm-hmm. working together. And I never get uh, one of those like surly, like, oh, I hate the people that come here vibe, you know? And on top of that, the people that are there are sort of like, they have this preoccupation going on inside themselves. So while they're picking up produce, they're just sort of like lost to their thoughts. And I find that so much easier to deal with. Like they're just in they're their own head. jamming to their own tune. They are. They're marching to their own drummer. They're jamming to their own tune. And I'm here for it. When I go back to the other stores, I'm faced with that vibe, except this little Vons that I go to, less so because it's so little, no one likes it. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. But it's like one of those little neighborhood stores, not one of the big ones. Anyway, way too much time spent on this. However, my point is, as I was driving home, I was like, what's going on? Because this is is absolutely absurd at this point. And they Mm -hmm. were like, your personal systems are breaking down your coping mechanisms for dealing with the 3D world, it is time to change them. It is time to experiment with things that they showed me a little independent grocery store that's right up the street from my house that I literally haven't been to since I was really, really young because it used to be a big store and then it switched over. Long story short, it just always had sort of like, you're not one of us vibe, you know? And I never really liked going there. And they're like, try. It's just for water. What if, you know, what if you can just go right up the street and you don't even have to go to big store? Oh, that one, the one on the right-hand side. The, yeah. Yes. Yes. I know the one. I've been there before. Have you? Yeah, yeah, Why? yeah. We've, because we've gone down there. We've ran down there really quickly to pick up stuff. Um, oh. Either like pre-Thanksgiving. Or, sure, sure, sure. And we used to do turkey, turkey all the time. So, yeah. Yeah, we've been in there. So mm-hmm. I know the one. So they're like, go back in there. And I was like, okay, I don't have anything to lose. I mean, why not? But the point was not that's your answer that's going to solve your problems. The point was start looking at things that you hadn't looked at in a long time because you had a story and a bad experience attached to that story. In other words, all of those previous experiences now are starting to shift and change. And the only way you're going to keep up with these changes as this new energy comes in is to become conscious that the reason you don't go this direction or the reason you don't go into that store is because you had a bad experience back in 2011 (laughs) or worse uh, later, you know? Um, And And now you have that story and it's a program in your brain. And this is literally Mm -hmm. all of this is just an exercise to get us to become more conscious 
of how we can bring more ease into our lives. Because the alternative is, if we do not do that, we will we will start to pin ourselves in, pin ourselves the in. Struggle bus. We will, will be, be on the struggle bus. Yeah, struggle bus. And we won't. And we will have a story that this world we're living in wants to keep us on the struggle bus, and there's no way out. And that will slowly pull our vibe down to where mm-hmm. that becomes our reality. So sure. all of these situations, when you find yourself faced with something where like you've used the same plumber for 20 years and suddenly they've fallen off the face of the earth, guess what? You are being asked by your higher self, your guides, spirit, source, whatever you want to call it, to shake hands with the adventure of finding a new plumber, not so that you can be inconvenienced in your day-to-day life, but so that you can keep from becoming constantly inconvenienced in your everyday life. Does that make sense? True. It does. And and that came through as part of the message today. And it's been coming through for a while now because mm-hmm. I just mean, in a different way. I mean, like let, let's put it this way. Had had I not played with the alternative thought, I wouldn't have gotten the surgery I got. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. my initial thought was no, I'm not doing that. That's not for me. I don't want to no. No, 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 no. Yeah. I've seen what happens to people who had that surgery. It hasn't been good. I don't want to be one of those people. And there's the key right there. The second you start, that's going to be your big reveal, guys. I don't want is your big reveal. The second you hear, I don't want, or I'm afraid that, um, that is you telling you that you are basing your decisions off of fear. And the second you, and I've been saying this ad nauseum for years, so bear with me, but people need to hear it and they need to be reminded that you need to note that and say, oh, I had a bad experience there. What can I do to prepare myself to go back into that environment and shake hands with it and explore it in a new way outside of that one bad experience or even several bad experiences that I had with that? How can I reintroduce that same energy to myself and parent myself through it and prove to myself slash my ego that I've grown as a person, we've grown as a person, and now we have new skills that will, and we're in a new alignment that will keep us from even experiencing what we experienced before. So do you want me to read the little section? Sure. The little section of where, okay. So this is like halfway through what I took down today and it said this time can be experienced as exhausting as sadness or as excitement and exhilaration when the energy around us becomes heightened such as such as in the case of a convergence point like the one we are currently in things will feel things will feel intensified and magnified and on many levels it is true there will be a physical experience of a magnetic field that is in alignment and passing through your body. 
your body may be a vessel for holding, quote unquote, that field steady at this time. You may be or have recently experienced physical shifts that seem extreme in nature. These shifts may be in accordance to either releasing, holding, or preparing new energy to come through. We know this can be difficult, but we encourage you to trust that no matter what your circumstances, you are divinely protected and supported. Let what needs to fall away fall away so that the next wave of energy may ground itself through you and be anchored. Yeah. And and when you read that, I didn't get that from that. I got my own version of the meaning, but I didn't. What I just said, I didn't realize it was in alignment with that. It didn't occur to me. But when you read it back, I'm like, oh, of course, that makes mm-hmm. sense now. So um, this is all part of the very important process of opening ourselves up. This is a level up. It's a huge level up. And mm-hmm. I think the first part of November is sort of this void space where we are clearing out the crunchy and starting to consciously understand that we have that that what what work we have in front of us in order to allow whatever needs to happen so what just sort of dropped in my head was they gave me the mental picture of moving of like when we're moving house moving a business moving going through a big move and usually we'll prep for it you know we'll start getting rid of excess stuff that that's very obvious it's like oh I don't need that oh that's been up in a that's been in a storage or up on the shelf for I don't know how long I can toss that or oh here's just an empty box that I don't need anymore because I don't have that thing that went in it or I don't have you know here's a bag that just has other bags in it I don't need a bag of bags (laughs) that's you know those are the those are the first things that you go through right and so I feel like that kind of really started to hit us like around the time of the pandemic where we kind of started looking at everything going, well, I'm here. So what, what can I, what can I get out of my face and, and just make it, you know, as bright and cheery and uplifting as possible in here because, well, I'm going to be here a while. (laughs) Um, And then we've continued to go through these kind of interesting downsizing type things where you know where you're just you're getting rid of stuff that you don't need or things that you've had previous attachments to or stories behind and what they showed me now is like okay so you've moved all the big pieces out right so you've now you're at the point where you've you've moved out the furniture the big pieces of furniture, all the things that you decided you're going to keep. And now you're looking around for all the stragglers. It's like, okay, all the other, like the stuff that was hanging out underneath the bed because you couldn't reach it. The stuff that was behind the stuff that you just took out in the closet, you know, all of those things are now starting to show themselves and you know the things that were out in the garden that you had and you're like oh get that that that's like the last on my list i'm not worrying that until like the very last minute well now is the last minute and now that stuff is coming up and it's like okay anything else that's left in this space that was not looked at thought about touched in any sort of way reimagined purged whatever 
is coming up into your field and being presented for that kind of, you know, final, well, yes, this comes or no, this doesn't. What are we doing with this energy? And it's all energetic. It's all, what are we doing with this energy? What are we doing with this particular energy that you are carrying around this subject or this process that you've had for this certain thing? And what are we doing with it now? Is this something that we're keeping? Is this something that's still valuable? Is it still working in any way? Or can we chuck it? And for the most part, I think most of what we have, we can chuck. And it feels, I think some of the time it feels a little bit crunchy because it's like, ooh, I hadn't considered getting rid of that. That wasn't on my radar. I don't know how I feel about that. I have to sit with that a minute. But it's like, well, but we're moving into this new space. (laughs) And we don't have forever to sit around in this old space. There's, you know, there's new things to visit. So where are you at with this? We're, we're bringing this up and shoving it in your face going, keep, yes, no. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not a, well, we'll set that aside and revisit it later. It's like, we're, yes, we're, we're, no, we're, we're not, just tell us where energetically we are Marie Kondo is in ourselves and she's like, thank it and send it on its way. Does it bring you joy? No? Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Um, you know, so I feel we're kind of in that space. And at the same time, we're also finding things that maybe we had lost to yeah, ourselves. Totally. And those things are coming back up. And some of those things are like, oh, you know what? That's been shoved away for a long time, but that's a keeper. That needs to come out and get like buffed up. And mm-hmm. and I say this and I'm even wearing like, I'm wearing a necklace that I haven't worn in a really long time because it was so badly tarnished. And this past weekend, I stuck it in the ultrasonic cleaner, which I completely forgot that I had (laughs) and took it through like four or five cycles of it being in the ultrasonic cleaner. And then finally it was like, oh, that's good enough to wear again. And I put it on today because I was going to go out and then decided not to because I was feeling funky with the sporting stuff. And I was like, but okay, but it still feels good to like have gotten myself put together it still it still feels good to have like chosen a piece of jewelry to go out with it still feels good you know what are the things that felt good today well there's a whole handful of things that felt good and there were a whole handful full of things that didn't feel good um and i'm trying to focus on the things that did feel good uh receiving the message still felt good even though it was exhausting <laughs> um you know, it feels nice when things come through and I'm still really struggling with um, wanting to put myself out there, like more physically out there, like wanting to get my face out there, wanting to get my voice out there, wanting to be seen and heard by people. Um, you know, this is a great outlet, but there's this whole thing of I've created a lot of things for me to hide behind. My body was one of them. I am changing that. 
And so there's this natural progression of there's this part of me that wants to be on a video. Let's do a video. Let's, let's, you know, um, let's talk, let's record our thoughts in this way instead of just in, in pictures and writing things down. But at the same time, there's that old block to get through that says, well, but things aren't perfect. And it's like, girl, it's never going to be perfect enough for you. You know this about yourself. So what can we do to make ourselves comfortable enough to do the things that are coming up? Well, and um, that's the thing. We The only choice is to consciously understand that that is a stumbling block mm-hmm. for us, for you, for whoever. And once you consciously understand that it is a stumbling block, you have to lean into the thing that is making you uncomfortable and you have to go Mm -hmm. do that thing. That is the only way to do it because what we have to do now is we have to – now that we've gotten our ego to release its death grip on our every decision, we are required to retrain the ego and lead by Mm -hmm. example. So that part of us that is now in control and our ego has taken sort of a back seat to – We have to use that part of ourselves to retrain our ego. I just did it this weekend. I couldn't figure out exactly what was going on with me. I had to take pictures, which for anyone who knows me, and really none of you do, that is the bane of my existence. It has been since I can remember, since I was at least, well, since I started trying to be invisible in seventh grade, (laughs) taking pictures is the bane of my existence. I never want to do it. I never look forward to it. And I knew that I had to do it for um, my job. And I was actually not feeling much about it. I had committed to it and I was like, is what it is. And I kept checking in with myself on the way up to the date. And I was feeling fine, like unusually fine. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't quite sure what that was about. I kind of figured it had to do with the fact that I have changed a lot. And again, a part of me understood that I was working through old stories that no longer applied to me. And the other part Mm -hmm. of me understood that just like you were saying, I have a need to get out there and be seen now, which, Mm -hmm. you know, implies a great thing. It implies that I have sort of beat my invisibility complex my my one my biggest coping mechanism slash curse of invisibility i have made it through that journey far enough to where someone says i want your picture for the website and i don't go absolutely not fuck off (laughs) that's not happening use a cartoon i don't know whatever you have to do um that didn't play into it however the day comes for taking pictures. And I'm in the kitchen making breakfast. I was mindful enough to make sure, knowing that this would have been something that would have triggered me prior, even though I was not yet triggered, I was mindful enough to be very conscious about my actions and my schedule leading up to the time I had to meet her for pictures. Because I wanted to provide myself with the stability and predictability that would create a comfort zone for me. And so I was just doing my normal morning routine and slowly inching my way towards getting dressed and how do I want to look and how do I want to do my hair and I don't even know if I have the makeup to do this, but we'll figure it out kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. I'm in the kitchen 
And I am so positively impatient with everything. Like PMS impatient. Like, does anyone else out there just get so impatient when they're PMSing? Like, if the door decide you open the door on your car and it decides to swing shut on your leg and you just lose your shit on the car door like I didn't tell you to do that <laughs> that kind of impatient and I was having these very brief volcanic outbursts in the kitchen of did I ask you to do that no I didn't ask you to do that. it was awful and I was also talking to myself at the same time going girl what are you doing <laughs> what is happening right now what is wrong with you? <laughs> and I realized that I was dealing not with the actual fear or trigger of having to go get my picture taken. I was dealing with the ghost of that trigger. I was yeah. dealing with all of the ingrained behaviors and the triggers that made me capitulate against the prospect of having that done. And I had to sort of sit with that for a minute because it's a really weird feeling because you feel like you are reacting to something. And yet when you feel into yourself, there's no foundation for it. It's not supported in your body. It, it is not, it's almost like muscle memory, uh -huh. except it's emotional memory and it's uh -huh. not really happening. And in those moments, you have to say to yourself, you're, you're going to, you're going to be okay. It's, <laughs> it's fine. You, you know, it's a little, I patronized myself a little because I could see the part of me throwing the tantrum was maybe about 9% leftovers. Just this conglomerate of energy that came from different experiences that hadn't been cleared out yet, just like you were saying about those, those things in the garden. Those are the last things you'll decide about. Mm -hmm. That's what this was. It was a collective of energy that revolved or happened to revolve around experiences that had to do with this sort of thing. That all congealed into a mass. And that mass was having a tantrum in spurts. Yeah. Because it didn't even have enough energy to sustain itself into an actual mood. That is weird. That is a weird experience. Yeah. And and that was part of what came through and and what I wrote down this morning as well about the ego and it there it's things that we've talked about before mm -hmm. but um so read the thing so yeah i'm trying to find it exactly like mm -hmm. where it starts mm -hmm. cuz i was wondering how we were going to share this with people without yeah. just reading it so let me see i think i can i think i can start it here so Although our higher soul expression knows our true origins, that information is temporarily displaced or suspended as we navigate the physical experience of a human existence. The ego creates maps for our survival, which embed themselves in our neural networks. It creates a framework for how our physical body functions, responds, and interacts with our environment. Our soul awareness lays in wait just outside of our physical body. It informs our energetic and emotional bodies, which although interact with our physical body is separated by our ego's intention to keep us safe. Try as it may to wake us from our slumber, our higher soul slash self is often met with pushback from the ego when emotions are triggered. However, not even the ego can keep us from our full potential. We will awaken when it is our turn to do so. And 
that's, you know, it's like, that's part of it is that there's, there's another portion in here too. And I'm trying to remember where exactly it is. Um, is it in this next section? I guess I'll just keep on reading because I think it might be. Um, each earthly timeline holds experiences that help cultivate compassion. It is only through these experiences that true compassion can be fully realized. Compassion is not needed in a higher soul state. It is inherent there, but as inherent, it is not contrasted and therefore is not fully conscious until experienced in an external world. Our free will is a powerful force that allows us to, if we choose, to experience compassion that is a conscious choice and therefore a far more powerful energy than that experienced in the soul realm. Each quote-unquote generation or rather regeneration of our soul energy is coded with the compassion of the physical experience before it. Each past shaping and reshaping the experience to come uh experience to come based on the knowledge gained through that conscious compassion um and i'm trying to see if the next part there was a portion i think that was may have even been like before that that was about distortion and i'm trying to find that i can't find it right off the bat but i think the the big thing with the next part that i wanted to find was just about the fact that once those neural maps are created they're holding a very distorted version of what your previous experiences were it's just the ego works on not just fear, but fear is a big component because that the, that's one of the things that it's trying to battle the most or not really battle, but that's one of the things that triggers the ego to go into action. It's a protective mechanism. It's trying to help you in the survival mode, which in the beginning we need because we know nothing. We're new here. Um, and it's new here, to be honest. It doesn't know either, but it's it's trying to come up with solutions for you. And it's like, here you go. Here's a solution. Here's a solution. And because you don't know any better, it's like, okay, okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll run for my life. Or I'll, <laughs> you know, whatever the situation is, it's going to work off of that triggered, fearful feeling. But we know that that, just from experience, that Fear is only a thing until you've conquered that fear. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, I remember that. That wasn't so bad. But however, that neural pathway, that map that was created is still based on that distorted version. So even though you know better, it's still going to bubble up anxiety until you break through and kind of like crest that mountaintop where it goes from anxiety to excitement woo, and you can actually lean into that and i forgot where i wanted to go with this entirely <laughs> i hate that i hate all that but i think the big the big thing behind that was the the distortions are being wiped clean that was one that was another part of the uh, message let me reword that 
because when my brain hears the distortions are being wiped clean, it means that someone external to myself is doing it. No, no. No. You no. are wiping it, your distortions clean. Yeah. <laughs> it's not You're coming from anyone but you. No. And it's happened through all the work that you've done. Exactly. All of the soul work that you've done, all the shadow work that you've done, all the soul retrieval that you've done, whatever you want to call the work that you've done, whether it be in a spiritual realm or, you know, you've been seeing a therapist and you're doing that work through some type of um, other therapy where you're working out your internal stuffs, the stuffs that that keep you from moving forward in any type of way. Um, that is what's clearing those slates, but it's, it's been a long process. So I think it's hard for us once we actually get to that point to realize that we're at that point. Sometimes it's like, absolutely, oh. absolutely. In fact, I couldn't recognize what point I was at because I had never seen anything like it before. Yeah. So when I started to experience that, I was like, am I losing my mind? Am I being careless? Have I just like, do I have no more fucks to give? And that's why I'm not preparing the way I would have at one point uh, or what, I see now was over preparing in an attempt to control all of the outcomes so that I wouldn't get hurt or injured by them emotionally or physically. That was how I used to live my life. I think that's how the majority of us are used to living our lives. Now it is not like that. Now there is a lot more room for fuck around and find out. Mm -hmm. And it's not scary like it used to be. It's exciting. That is that cresting that pinnacle from anxiety into excitement. And it's been over a year now since that journey that since I became conscious of that leg of the journey and I'm only now starting to understand what is happening and I will say that while it feels good you're so used to being the other way you're so used to living in the distortion and that being your truth that it feels um there's a sense of trepidation that comes with it so while that is oh, the sure. reward that's the reward for doing this work, but the reward doesn't always feel good at first because we're so used to everything being a certain way that we start to question. But again, that's that first, that's where that ghost of emotion starts to rear its head on this journey is when you start to deviate from how you've always prepared and kept, quote, yourself safe. When you start to deviate from those actions the ego is like, no, I don't think so. This is not a good idea. We shouldn't do this. It's not good. You know, even when the ego's on board, it's still going to fight. And when it starts to fight, you start to wonder if maybe you've lost your mind a little bit because you would have never done this before. And this is, this should be scary. And yet when you check in with yourself, you feel at odds with that should. You don't feel scared yeah. anymore. You feel like that's another ghost that came up for me just the other day. I think it might've been the day before yesterday I was dealing with it which was um, because I'm experiencing ex in my external world, I am starting to experience a huge transition that had I experienced it a year ago, I would have considered it, oh my gosh, this is so scary. I don't know what's going to happen. What if I can't do this anymore? What if this won't support me? What if this, you know, <laughs> all of that. Mm -hmm. Now I find myself in a, in a transition, a time of transition that I have no control over. It is happening around me. Arguably, it is happening to me, 
arguably it is happening for me. But when I tapped into and started questioning my higher self slash my guide slash whatever you want to call it, the answer I got was, this is like the photo ghost. This is the financial ghost that's coming Mm -hmm. through. It is no longer, it has no real identity of its own. It's just a collection of energies that sort of can all be clumped in this very general category of if I don't have money to pay my bills, I won't be safe. And Mm -hmm. a lot can fit into that category. And so that's what I was experiencing. But I have to tell you guys that it's something to look forward to because it's so much less anxiety inducing. It is so much lighter. It is so, it's a facade. And you, you get to a point where you are able to recognize that it's just a set piece. It's just, it, there's no substance to it. It's not real. It is just part of the old movie set that you were acting in. It becomes very Truman Show. <laughs> it does. It really does. And again, you know, Truman wasn't exactly comfortable in his awakening and his realization. But at the end, he leaves. Yeah. No, he, he walks panicked. out. He panicked the whole damn time. He panicked he panicked. The whole time. But then he left. And it was as simple as opening a door. And that's what we're all going. That's, just, that's what this journey is. That's that's it right there in a nutty little shell. Yeah. And it's, it, it feels, it feels like a lot at the moment because it is a lot to wrap your head around. You know, it is a lot to process. And as far as like the actual receiving portion of things, you do actually have to consciously decide to receive a particular energy or not. You have to shake hands Um, with it. You have to shake hands with it in some way. And I guess it's not always super conscious, but this is all about being conscious right now. Well, that's the huge difference. It's about conscious decisions. Either way, you're shaking hands with energies. The only difference Mm -hmm. that we are now instituting in our, in the way we live our lives is that we are choosing consciously. That's the big Mm -hmm. difference. That's what awakening is. It's becoming conscious so that you can use your own powers of discernment to start exhibiting the free will that you have not yet exhibited in your life in the areas yeah. you were too afraid to exhibit it in. That's what waking up is. And once yeah. you do the fear you had around those things that you were fearful of becomes a moot point, even if the fear is still there, because there will be a transitional time where the fear is still there, but you just know on a deeper level, it is so important for you to do the thing that the fear becomes secondary, if not tertiary, and you don't listen to it anymore. It's just like, sorry about it. We're going to go do this now. Mm. And if we all look back, there's always going to be something in our lives that we can point back to that where that was the case. There's always something where you went, you know, I li- I've lived with this thing for this long and now um, I'm deciding not to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I mean, I'm moving away from that. And for most of us, you know, that starts at as soon as you move out of the house, as, as soon as you move away from the parents or you or that relationship um, becomes, you know, you, you become more independent. And, and there's less of a dependence on them for your everyday needs. That's the first turn because that's the first thing where you have to tell yourself, 
I will be okay on my own. I can do this on my own. I don't need them to pick out my clothes for me, to buy my food for me, to give me shelter. I can figure that out for myself. And it takes a while. It takes a while to move into that transition, even if you're excited about it. There's still going to be a story somewhere back there that says, oh, I don't know. Can you do this? Because you didn't seem like you were too successful at doing your laundry while you were at home. You just kind of let it pile up on your floor and mom had to do it. But, you know, so you dye a few things pink and you eventually, you know, figure it out. There's always going to be something like that. And I think we're at a point now where there's so many things happening at once. There's so many big things being broken down, big stories that are being just not chiseled at anymore, jackhammered. They're being jackhammered. They're like big time being broken. Like the wrecking balls are coming in. These, you know, the big, the big skip loaders to carry all the this heavy shit equipment. away are coming in. <laughs> the heavy equipment is being brought in we are blasting away big chunks big big chunks and when you do start to blast away those big big chunks it feels like there's not a whole lot left to stand on because yeah. you've been standing on those big chunks for a long time that's been your foundation and your foundation is getting rocked like left right and center right now but it's not it's not against you it is for you and it's funny it's like I didn't I didn't get the opportunity to do as many readings as, that I wanted to um for the event this past Saturday but the ones that I did get to do I feel were very meaningful and I was still very happy with what came through and that although each one was completely different that was a big thing a big theme that was coming through was in the, you know, you know, when you get to a certain point, you know what you need to do. You know the the things that you need to let go of and you need and the things that you need to hold on to um, or reinforce. And we're just we're at that point where it's like, OK, make your decisions about what's coming with you. And what's being left behind. This is, you know, this this is your like the Titanic is sinking. <laughs> You're one toe into the life raft. What are you grabbing? Are you grabbing onto anything? If you don't want to grab onto anything, that's fine. You don't have to. But what are you grabbing onto? And halfway through your voyage, are you gonna wanna chuck it in the water because it's too much to hold on to? You know, it's like, really think about the stuff that's coming up for you right now, because it's it's not by accident. The things that are being revisited, uh, if it's people coming back into your lives, if it's, um, you know, a particular theme coming back up for you, it's coming back up for you for a reason, because it's something that you have a very deeply embedded story about that. You know, it's it's time to either rewrite that story or let it go completely. So, you know, I think that's that's where we're at. 
mm-hmm. right now, and it's it it's causing some some doozies <laughs> of energy to come through, man. It's it's kind of not so crazy. So long story short, for those of you who kind of want a quick rundown of what's going on, November energies are not yet here. We've started the month of November, but really, I think this first uh, 11 days, 10 days of November is a clearing out of actually old energies. They're hitting for differently for everybody. Um, you may be experiencing a hard time sleeping. You may be experiencing exhaustion, even though you've had a good night's sleep. You may be experiencing um, physical pains in the body, um, brain fog, (laughs) because even though we can't see it, this energy is really overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And um, for those of you who are already conversing regularly with your guides, you might find them extra chatty, if not overwhelmingly so. There is a lot coming in for every person on a personal level that will tie into the collective message, but everything is very focused for each person. It is individualized at this point because separately as light workers on this planet, we have a lot that we need to do for our own personal development. And the focus is not about what we're doing for other people to trigger them or facilitate their awakening. I think that what we're dealing with here is what are we doing to facilitate our own? Because hello, you're not at the end. This is a level up and it's going to be big or it's already big. And it's, we are anchoring, this is so cliche that I almost can't believe it's coming out of my mouth. But what I'm getting is we are all, we need to quickly turn over and prepare for the energies that are going to be coming in as of the 11th. That'll be the 1111 portal. I don't usually even think about the 1111 portal unless someone mentions it, but for some reason, that's going to be another turning point. And for those of us who are experiencing these symptoms, it's because we are at a place where we can consciously accept and shake hands with the energy that's coming through. And those will be the anchoring points so that it can intensify things for the collective. We're just crystal generators at this point, (laughs) but it's going to be in our favor our individual favor it's going to improve your experience of this world yeah but you have to let go i was also shown like lighthouses yes like beacons lighthouses yeah beacons Mm -hmm. which is what they showed us at the beginning of the year was Mm -hmm. once you once you dock in the shores of quote new earth you will become a beacon and then what I get from this is this is the beginning of building that bridge back to the old earth. This is, this is a huge transition. Those of us who have already set, you know, anchored here, we've been beacons. We will still be beacons, but there is now construction. We are preparing, like when you said heavy equipment, mm-hmm. I saw the Colorado Street Bridge in Pasadena and thought about the building of that bridge. That is what is happening spiritually. Yeah. Linking two sides over a chasm. And it's going to be a really interesting experience because it's never been done before. Not energetically, not spiritually, not like this. And so it's going to be interesting. We are, we're, we're changing roles in our journey. 
Yeah, things things are not going to be as they seem. And it's going to take a lot more trust in your internal guidance system to figure out what is real for you and what is not real for you. And because the world is going to show you certain things that are not going to resonate and you're going to have to stand firm in what you know to be to be your truth, your inner truth, and that inner truth being not a belief, not a not faith, but inner truth. Inner truth does not need to be cultivated it doesn't need to be coddled it doesn't need to be validated it simply is so whatever that inner knowing is for you trust that trust that with everything you got and keep trusting it and reinforcing it if you feel strongly that you need to move in a particular direction, then with that inner knowing, move in that direction. Don't second guess. Don't him and haw. Just take the leap well, and do it. And here's a little um, help with that because I think people get overwhelmed when there's. I get overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> I get overwhelmed, but I have to keep reminding. I have me. to keep. Sorry, but I like. I get overwhelmed too, but I have to keep reminding myself there are certain things that I know I know that that are my inner truths, and I have to remind myself of those things. Right, but an over easier way. But an easier way to remind yourself of that is that if you can get to the point where you can tap in, or not tap in, but. Because I think the problem with people not knowing what they want is that they've been taught to so to bypass it so swiftly that they can't recognize it because it, it is the first thing that comes up no matter how you've been trained. However, you might have, as a lot of people were, trained not to trust in it. And so it's almost off the table before it has a chance to appear. If you've gotten to a point in your journey where you are starting to slow that down, so that you can actually identify the first voice that comes up, which will be the I want. I want is your inner knowing. Mm -hmm. I want this truth. I want things to look this way. I want the planet to go in this direction. That is the same as your inner knowing. And the only way to cultivate your inner knowing or your conscious awareness around your inner knowing is to start paying attention to that voice that for some of you right now might be so stifled, so muddled, so buried that it's really difficult to hear. You're going to have to dig down and find it. Every time you hear yourself say, I don't want, say, well, that's good, but now what do you want? And that is the work that will get you to the point where I want will become your inner knowing. And you won't have to question it anymore. It won't feel dubious or difficult anymore. It will feel like second nature. I know what I want. And then from there, the step is, I know what I want, but I'm afraid that I won't get it. And the answer is always the same to that. It doesn't matter if you get it. Just follow yeah. what you want and it will lead you to what you need. 
Yeah. <sighs> it's a lot. There's a lot it's happening a lot. right now. So, yeah. you know, where you can be quiet with yourselves. Um, and I posted the other day, make sure that you are taking care of whatever responsibilities are actually truly important and urgent so that you are not taking them into your sleep that night for them to wake you up. Sure. Did we do the thing? No. I think we may have done the thing. What are you doing? I am shuffling my my little my cute little card deck. Why? Um, because I wanted to see if something would come up. I don't know if anything's going to come up, but I thought I'd see if anything wants to come out. Well, it's making crinkling sounds. I can hear it. <laughs> well, that's it's just um, soul work. Yep. In a nutshell, you engaged in the work of the soul. In order to move forward, we must first explore the past and meet our shadow head on. Bring what was once in the darkness into the light. Pretty much. <laughs> done and done. Right? That's <laughs> dead on. <laughs> All right. Well, we've All done right. the thing. We hope you've enjoyed it. We hope it's been helpful. Find us on all the social media. We're there. Plugging along. Being social. <laughs> Two antisocial people being social. I am not antisocial. I am just selectively social. We are working our way through our stuff around being social and being seen. And we are putting ourselves out there. And we enjoy it when you play with us because it makes it a whole lot easier for us to just keep doing that when people play with us. That so we true. appreciate it when you play with us. So come out and play with us. Come out and play. Yeah. And if you really want to come out and play, join our Discord meetup, which happens um, every Saturday after we release a show. We will be on Discord. You will see it on our Instagram. It will be listed on our Patreon. It will be on all the things. There will be a link. All you have to do is clickety click and boom, we will be there to talk and to you. Huh? I said, and you're in. And you're in. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah. That's all I got. See you next time. Bye.